Thanks for coming with me, Simon. I have to find an anniversary present for the wife. I want to get something special. Mm, oh yeah? Yeah. I knew from the moment I met her that she was the one for me. She had a certain quality that I had never come across in other women. Oh, what's that then? An ability to be in the same room as me for any length of time without screaming at me. <laughs> I imagine that's a rare quality. Indeed. So a fitting present is required, and you know how useless I am at buying presents. I certainly do. As an example, that set of heated hair curls you bought me for my last birthday. Yeah. Nice to see you're using them, though. The beard perm suits you. Well, I don't like to see things go to waste. Talking of seeing things, how weird was it seeing Dave walking along last night after the, um, incident? We said we weren't going to talk about last night. Certainly not to the police. No. No. Do you think anyone will miss the Pope? Ex-Pope? Very ex-Pope. No, I don't think they will. You never really hear about what retired Popes get up to, do you? And that's because they're usually dead. Well, so's ours. Oh yeah! So that worked out okay then. But we do need to talk about Dave. He died, and we clearly saw him walking around last night. Well, staggering around, but yeah. Mind you, he did always walk in his sleep. Death is not sleep. Anyway, he only told the magistrate that to get him off that indecent exposure charge. He doesn't really walk in his sleep. Clever. Wish I'd thought that. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing. But you're right, it was odd. Should we tell someone? I mean, people who are carried into churchyards do not usually walk out. Well, we could tell the Pope. Oh, but we incinerated him last night. Do you think the police might have someone we could tell? I don't think they have anyone to deal with spirits in the material world. Yeah, you're probably right. We should probably forget about last night, as if it never happened. True. I mean, it's probably nothing to get worried about, is it? Anyway, about this gift. Yes, well, I thought we could start on the top floor. There's a really good auto parts centre up there. For an anniversary gift? Yes, for an anniversary gift. Have you forgotten why we're here already? Where do you suggest we start if you're so clever? Well, there's a jeweller's on the second floor. That'd be my first thought. The jeweller's? I can't think of anything in there that would interest a woman. Okay. I see why you brought me now. Come on, up the stairs. We could have taken the lift. I never take the lift in case there's an earthquake. In Derby? Bit unlikely, isn't it? Well, so's meeting a vampire, but that doesn't stop me carrying garlic everywhere. So that's that smell. I always wondered, considering most cultures cook with garlic and it's readily available everywhere, it's a wonder vampires haven't died out. They can't die out. They're already dead. So is Dave. I don't see... What the hell is that? Sounds like it's coming from the ground floor. Look over the balcony. What can you see? Bat City, brother. Hey? There's a big group of people. Uh, they're stumbling all over the place. Oh, the match must have finished. No, there's more of them there. Some other people are running, I think. Oh yeah, look. There's Dave! He seems to have found somebody he knows. Oh, look, he's giving him a big hug. And now he's kissing him. Uh, he's not, you know. Oh, that's weird. Now that guy's head's come off. Should I wave? No, you fool. Can't you see what's happening? It must be the zombie apocalypse. The rising of the brain dead. But you say that every time you watch Love Island. Yeah, but no. Look, they're eating people. Oh my, you're right! It's a zombie apocalypse! Why does this always happen in shopping centres? More people in an enclosed space. You knew this day would come. Did you? I can't profess to understand God's plan, but Christ promised the resurrection of the dead. I just thought he had something different in mind. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. We have to warn people. 
You're all going to die down here. <sighs> shut up! Shut up! Don't draw attention to us. They're going to be up here in a minute. We'd better tool up. I think so. What was the first stage of the plan? Plan? Weapons first, then supplies, then shelter. Right. Okay. Look, there's an all sports over there. We should be able to get a golf bat or a cricket racket or something to defend ourselves. Here we are. Right. Look around. There didn't seem to be anyone serving here. Business as usual then. Ah! A tennis racket. No, no good. My backhand always needs work. Look over there, a gun rack. Are you any good with a gun? Good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. Doesn't matter anyway, it's locked. That's okay, I'm the master of unlocking. <sighs> Must be one of those newfangled locks that needs a key. Keep looking, there has to be something we can use. Look what I found, a lovely shovel. Ooh, it's shovely. Everything all right at home? At home? My God, I've got to call home. Where's my mobile? They're coming to get you, Barbara! There, that should do it. That wasn't much of a warning, and I thought your wife's name was Kay. Yes, I was talking to the dog. Your dog answers the phone. Don't they all? Come on, we have to get tooled up. I don't want to be eaten by a zombie. The zombies eat brains. We should be quite safe. Just so you know, if you get me killed, I'm going to come back as a zombie, and I'm eating you first. Have you found a weapon? I found a suitable hockey stick. Strong enough to cave in a zombie brain pan, but not likely to get stuck in the skull. The last thing you need is to have to tug a weapon out of a frontal lobe. Also, I've sharpened the other end to stab through the eyes. The only effective way to put them down is to lobotomise them. This, uh, this isn't a spur of the moment thing, is it? You've been thinking about this for some time, haven't you? Well, I like to be prepared. Come on, let's go! Where are we going to go? Over there, on the podium, look, come on! It's a plan of the mall. We can look at this and figure which shop is best to board ourselves into until this blows over. Wait, there's a floor in this plan. Yeah, of course it is. It's a floor plan. No, 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 no. Boarding ourselves in bit. Hmm, what do you mean? We have to get back to the pub. All this must be connected to whatever happened last night during the ceremony. We might find a clue and a way to stop it there. Find a clue? Who do you think you are, Scooby Bloody Doo? Although, despite coming from you, it does sound like a reasonable idea. Well, we can't just stay here. We're sitting here. We like sitting ducks. According to this map, there's a set of service stairs at the end of this level that lead down to the ground floor outside. We might be able to get out undetected that way. Yes, except it looks like some of them have made it up to this level already. We're going to have to fight our way through. You up to this, chum? I hate it when the dead rise. Something coming back from the dead's always bad news. Movies taught me that. For every one Jesus, you get a million zombies. So, is that a yes or a no? Doesn't matter. Grab that hockey stick and let's go. Watch out, on your left! <laughs> Got it! On your right! Die, you beast from hell! Die! Die! Christ, Simon! Uh, everything alright at home? Yeah, why? Uh, nothing? Keep running! To your left! Sorry, my mistake. That wasn't a zombie, it was Ted Smith, our local Conservative candidate. Oh, really? Up the revolution, comrade! You've got red on you. Hey, oh, keep running! We're nearly there. Over there, look! Look in the steps! It's Dave! Dave? Oh no! Yeah, he's one of them. Leave this to me. I'll go and finish him off. No, stop! You can't! Dave and I grew up together. We played together as kids. We skinned our knees together. We were there for each other, you know. We were inseparable. When I was bullied at school, he was there. 
but I had to have my appendix out and I was in terrible pain. He was there. You can't do it. You just can't. Like, I was engaged to his sister. We were nearly family. Every time my life has been hard, he's been there. If anyone's going to smash his bloody face into the shovel, it's going to be me. Sorry about this, Dave. Say hi to your sister for me. Come on, down the stairs. This door won't open. It's because you're pulling. Try pushing. Oh, yeah. Come on, there's a taxi over there. Excuse me, can you take us to the Revelation Station pub? Okay, Squire. What's we all your excitement in there? People running, screaming. I even saw one wee laddie afire. Next, have a sail on. Oh, aye, that explains it. Folks love a sail. Hard on. Do I ken ye from somewhere? Not me, uh, him, uh, I just have one of those faces. Yeah, look fair familiar. Uh, no, no, just, just one of those faces. Always getting mistaken for Rick Grimes. Ha <laughs> uh, Well, suppose I can tick you. I, I think he bought it. So, anyway, what, what do we have to do at the pub? It all started there last night, so the answer has to be at the pub. It's the only chance we've got to stop all this. And we can get a pint. That too. So, while we're driving there, do you want to talk about Genesis? Okay, so while he's driving, let's get into this. Mm. I'll start off by saying I've never heard this album in my life. Yes, listen. I don't know why. It's just one of those that fell off my radar. I don't know if it's because they changed singer mm-hmm. or what it was about it. Yeah. I've just never actually heard it. So I've made Gary not listen to this album until now. We're going to listen to it for the first time. Well, Gary's going to listen to it for the first time today as we record. Yeah. So I've got to say, when this album came out, I did not buy it. Really? Why is that? Um, I, it was in that period where I'd gone off prog rock and rock music and I was getting into different things. You know, funnily enough, that's kind of why I didn't listen to the last album mm. as much, and yep. I didn't listen to this one. I also was, yep. my musical tastes were changing. Not changing so much, but I was trying to into different yep. things. So I was putting more effort into listening to new bands yep. and new styles of music than listening to Genesis and old Genesis albums. Yep. So I, I was straying away from the yep. chosen path, as it were, at this point. <laughs> yeah, so I was aware that Phil had left. And I was aware that they got Ray Wilson in to take over. I didn't buy the album at the time. I didn't even know of the album so much until later on they released a compilation, the Platinum Collection. I, I literally did not know this album existed yep. until we started doing this podcast. Yep. And you used to mention this ages and ages ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I don't think I've ever actually yep. heard of that album. There you go. And this was their last album, their 15th studio album. It was released on 1st of September in 1997. So that's a five-year gap between the release of We Can't Dance wow. and this album. What's your gap? Was it was it solo stuff? Well, they, they played till 1992 Live. on the We Can't Dance tour. Right. They did a, a charity gig in 1993. After that gig, Phil he was more into his solo career at that yeah. point, so he wasn't really comfortable doing the so song. So he was making up his mind. So he decided he didn't want to carry on. Genesis. That must have been tough for the rest of the band. Yeah, well, they they got to um, uh, 1995, summer of 1995, and Phil, that was when he made his final decision. They had a meeting, 
and Phil decided he was leaving the band. Tony and Mike decided they were going to give it another go and so in March 1996 they announced that Phil had left the band and that they were looking for another singer. Okay. They started writing in January 96 and began auditioning for singers at that point. They had a long list. That must have been really weird though. I mean, yeah. normally when you write a song yes. you've got in your mind how it's going to sound and that includes yeah. the style of singing that's yeah. going to go into it. Yeah. When you start writing tracks and you've got no idea the singer mm. who's going to be performing it and the way it's going to sound with them it must be awfully difficult well, to write well that's the thing that's the way they wrote with Phil was Mike and Tony play riffs Phil had set up a drum machine with drum patterns and then Phil would sing random phrases and words and melodies over the top of the music they were jamming a bit like until, yes until something happened yeah but then yes just recorded that and released it as Tales from Topographications <laughs> <laughs> whereas Genesis listened back to it and took bits they liked but that's how they wrote. So there was always somebody there singing yeah. something. So you had a, a you had an idea of how it was going to find the exactly. Sound. Yeah. Whereas this way they didn't. They just moved about together and recorded bits so did and they, then came did up they with the lyrics. lyrics at this point. Well, apparently yes, they wrote a lot of the lyrics as well. We'll come into that in a little bit. But basically, apparently Tony had a very specific way. He wrote the lyrics and the way it was sung, and he wanted it done that way. Whereas Mike wrote the lyrics, but didn't have an idea of how he wanted them to be sung, so that caused some problems a little bit later uh, on. I can imagine. Um, but yeah, so they, they were auditioning. They had a long list of singers they wanted to try. There were people like Francis Dunnery, who was the singer of It Bites. Okay. Um, apparently, apparently they offered it to him, and he turned them down. So they were going for a quite a different mm-hmm. vocal sound right yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. They weren't looking for somebody who sounded like Phil. No, they were the, going. You know, we want to change the sound drastically. Yeah. Um, so they, they apparently they auditioned Fish in the room. Really? So Kevin Gilbert, who was in Giraffe, was apparently uh, one of the front runners for the job. Giraffe performed a lot of Genesis tracks as part of their set. So okay. they did the Lamb, for example. They did the whole album. Okay. Uh, as a live. Thing. I, I have to admit, I'm not familiar with it. Can't say I am myself. Okay. But he died before he had a chance to audition. Wow. He died really young. So everybody who talked about it in Genesis forums and things say that he would have been a great singer. Did he sound a bit like Peter Gabriel? Really? Oh, yes. Okay. So, so, so they were. Kind of mm. to get something similar. Yeah, but he was invited to an audition, but never got there because he died. Um, but they had lots of things. But it came down to two people. Yeah. Uh, one of them was Dave Longdon, um, who wasn't well known at the time, but had been with a few prog bands. But he is now the lead singer of Big Big Train. Right. Who I highly recommend. A very good prog band. I don't know. Um, their latest album came out fairly recently, and there's a great track. Their single off that called Alive. Really, really good. Really good. I've been going a long time. Yeah, quite a while. I'm guessing since so. the late eighties. Yeah. Um, wow. He's How come the, I've not heard of. Well, he's their third singer, so he's not their original singer, but he's he's really good, and that band is really good. I recommend listening to them. Okay. Um, their album Folklore from a few years ago is just brilliant. Out, really good. And interesting fact, interesting coincidence. Nick Deveriglio. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, I believe okay. so. Good. Um, who plays drums on some of this album? Also, is also the drummer in Big Big Train. Wow. But he didn't know Dave Longdon until Dave London joined Big Big Train. It's so incestuous. So, yeah. Um, but the, apparently the, the auditions came down to two, mm-hmm. Dave Longdon and Ray Wilson. Ray Wilson's the one they find it. And Ray Wilson's the one they find I'm really interested to hear this album. But they recorded versions of the songs with both of them okay. as part of the audition process and then chose which one they liked best. There was some talk of maybe having both of them on the album and singing different tracks. That would have been confusing. But in the end, they chose Ray Wilson and Ray was... Tony's choice from the start because right. um, he really liked the album's 
by Stiltskin. Yeah, I'm called the Mind's that's Eye. That's where I know Ray Wilson from. Yes, and his style of vocals very, very beautiful. I mean, I mean, Stiltskin were a very grunge. Yeah, they were. So I'm wondering where Genesis is going. Well, yeah, I mean, Ray Wilson was not a Genesis fan at the time. Mm. Apparently, he, you know, he was aware of the well, band. A lot of people who weren't. But he, he wasn't a fan, he didn't know the albums, he didn't know the tracks or anything. So mm-hmm. he was kind of a left field choice. But they went into the studio in November 96 with Ray, who had very little input into the album. Really? So he didn't Because the songs were pretty much written. So he didn't even have the vocals? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did the vocals, but yeah. he didn't have any of the writing. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think he wrote the vocals to one of the tracks, which was Small Talk, I think. But we'll come into that when we get into, um, into the songs. But yeah, but Tony had his idea of how he wanted it to sound. So Ray had to sing it that way. Okay. Mike was more free form with, you know, I don't know what I want until I hear it. Okay. So you play around with that. Right. So, which is why some of the tracks maybe sound a little bit, he doesn't sound quite so comfortable on, on the album. Okay. Just so as we know, and to reiterate, I literally have not heard, Never heard anything of this. Off this. Yep. I've not heard any of the singles. Yep that I know of yep. um, I may of I, I don't know so talking about the singles familiar. there were three singles released okay. um, Congo Shipwrecked and Not About Us but only Congo managed to get into the UK Top 40 okay. number 29 the only thing I do know about this mm-hmm. album is that they played almost I don't think they played any US dates on the tour did they? no they did because not because of appalling ticket sales well the 28 date initial tour was cancelled due to poor ticket sales they then tried to rearrange a 22-date tour of smaller venues, which was also cancelled due to poor ticket sales. So, had this, the album been released at that right. point? Uh, yes. So, yeah. this poor ticket sales was purely based on this album? Was yeah. Now, at the time, Mike said he thought that Phil leaving wouldn't affect the band. He, you know, he, he, some of his words were, we had a pretty solid fan base before Phil was the singer, so they would have stayed with us, so once Phil's left, we should still have a solid fan base. Okay. And I think this album and tour proves that Phil was the reason people were sticking around. Right. Okay. Sad as it might sound, See, without now, the now presence of Phil... Now I'm to sound a bit worried about mm, this album. Without the presence of Phil, yeah. certainly in America, people weren't interested in Genesis. Phil sounded a bit like Peter. So even a little bit... To start bit, off with, yeah. definitely. So there has been a kind of continuation of sound yeah. so, through the album so far. So the drummer Nick... De Vir- Virgilio. You Virgilio. have such a way with language. Really can't say that name. I'm sorry, Nick, if you're listening. Sorry oh, about don't that. Don't forget. Um, but I, I believe it was him in an interview said that um, Nick De Vir- that again? Virgilio. That, yeah, him. Said that he thought because Phil had come from within the band, people accepted him as the singer, whereas somebody coming from outside wasn't as accepted. So. You know, yeah, I don't know that. Maybe Ray Wilson or Dave Longdon wouldn't have done a good job. I don't think any singer could take over the film because he'd been with yeah. the band so long. Exactly. So That's the point. It's the same with any band. When they bring a new singer, you kind of got to start from scratch. Yeah, that's right. Don't think you can. You can. There are very few bands I can think of where they've changed singer and kept the same fan base yeah. as a whole. Now, you've not heard this album yet. Not even but a bit of it. Let's compare them to another high-profile singer leaving a prog band, Fish leaving Marillion. Okay. So Steve Hogarth, who replaced him, nothing like Fish whatsoever. Right. right. Have you you've heard Seasons End, the first album? Yes. Steve Hogarth. But that album sounds like Marillion. Okay. Musically, the album still sounds like Marillion, just the vocal sounds different. And slowly as Steve Hogarth's bedded into the, the baton, they've started to change and evolve into a different sort of band. Okay. When we get into this album, it's not like a Genesis album. Really? Okay. So we'll see that in a minute. 
Right. And I think that's part of the problem. Okay. It wasn't familiar enough. Oh, I'm really enough. looking forward to listening to this album purely cool. because uh, I don't, I literally don't know what to expect. Mm. From but uh, part of me is trepidatious, if that's a word. Yes. Because of what we just said about ticket sales, so I can excited. guess. I can guess how this was received. Mm-hmm. But also, they've got a new singer, and I'm just wondering how it's affecting the sound of the bands. So it's going to be interesting. Before we get into the album, just a couple more facts there. So the album launch party, it was at a live performance and an interview in Berlin okay. on the 26th of August 97. So think about it, we've recorded it in November. It's not released until August. This is getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not well, not released till September, sorry. Yeah. So they've not even launched it. So you think about it, this is going to be five years since they've released an album. This, for me, was one of the reasons why I didn't buy it at the time. Is because after five years, I, my music tastes just changed. I've been discovering new things. And also, get, you know, you're kind of you're no longer waiting for a Genesis exactly. album. Exactly. I mean, I wasn't even buying Phil Collins' album at this point. If I remember rightly, I'd stopped buying Marillion albums at this point, and I was big into Marillion at the time. I literally just started to discover different types of music and different things. Like yeah. Nine, Nine Inch Nails, I was into at the time. The thing is, at this time in in the nineties, I mean, music was going under, especially in England, it was going through a vast change. It was. We were getting away from the synthesizer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, music was starting to come back as in instrumental music yep. you get bands like uh, Oasis it, and things yep. and, and, uh, it was almost like a second punk yes. because we were getting a lot of these like you said I, I hate Oasis Britpop as it became but Oasis had kind of cut through that pretentious style yep. and whereas Genesis weathered punk and got better for it they didn't survive this no. Britpop invasion no. and I'd compare it to that You know, 20 okay. years earlier they'd survived punk now they weren't surviving this influx of new styles. A pulp were around, yeah, skewering everything they could. Yep. Blur were around doing in- innovative things. Oasis were around doing that dumbass <laughs> well, <laughs> lad rock. I, I, I'm glad you hated Oasis. I hate Oasis. I hate Oasis. Hate them. Mm. Um, but there were lots of bands imitating those bands. Yeah, yeah. But we're getting a lot of bands coming onto the scene now where the instruments, guitars, drums, yeah. and that were to the fore. Yes. Nobody was doing synthesizers. Exactly. Stuff anyway. Yeah. It was back to that, and it, to a certain extent, we're almost back to that now as well. There's yeah, a lot of that, definitely. But that killed them, and they waited so long to release the album. I mean, they'd written all these songs in January '96, yeah. recorded them in November '96, and then not released the album till September. Yeah. What were they thinking? So most of their fans have just drifted away. Exactly. I mean, they should have. They, they decided in March '96 who they wanted to be the new singer. Right. Why did they wait so long to? Especially when they'd already it, written all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Re- record it straight away. Get it out in the middle of '96. Yeah. And get out on tour. I think they, they, from that point of view, I think the management should have taken. So you think it was a timing issue, which is change of sync. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did the American launch uh, from the Florida Space Center, Kennedy Space Center, on August 28th. Really? Why? Which was national broadcast. They played a live acoustic set. They had a, an interview. That was kind of embarrassing. So really bombed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, it was not well received at the time. Okay. That's all I will say. Um, Ray, like I said, wasn't a fan of Genesis. Uh, had written and recorded a solo album that he was looking forward to releasing, yeah. um, and had the option of either sorry, releasing the solo album or joining Genesis. And in his words, it's like, how do you turn down joining the biggest band in the world at the time? Yeah, yeah. So understandable. Yeah. So you went for that, and that was the story of Calling All Stations. Okay. So can I get into listen to the first track, the title track? Calling all stations. Cool. 
was the title track Calling All Stations. So, first time you've heard that, what do you think, Gary? Well, what a different sound. Very different, yes. Uh, completely unrecognisable as Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I think about it? Um, loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved this track. Um, when you listen to it at normal level, yeah. it sounds a bit dull. Mm-hmm. You turn it up, <laughs> sounds so much better. Yes. Can't help thinking that this could have done with a bit of more production. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you do play it at normal volume, yeah. it sounds really dull. Yeah. But you up the volume a little bit and it's got a bit of bang to it. Yeah. I love the the monotonous rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. Reminds me a bit of Cashmere yeah. from Led Zepp. Mm. In that style where it keeps one level going. Yeah. Um, I really love that. Yeah. I love this track. I think it's a really good track. Yeah. Well vocalised. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is mm. that why does it just fade out to the end? Yeah, that's a disappointing fade because he's still singing. Yeah, it's still it's, the song's <laughs> still going on. Yeah. It's like they just went, oh, I can't last to finish this. <laughs> and just fade it yeah. out at a really weird... The guy's still singing, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense why they faded that out. It there. is odd, isn't it? It deserves a good end. It does. I think this is this is a real statement of intent from Genesis now. Yeah. It's like, with the mid-90s Genesis, we've got a brand new singer. This is what we're going to sound like. Boom! It's a good, promising start to this album. It is. It's not as um, it's not as loud and as uh, ambitious as some of the other mm. album openers. Yeah. But but there is nothing wrong with this track. Still I quite gonna, like this track. I mean, it, knowing as you do now mm. that Ray Wilson had no input into the writing of this track. Yeah. It sounds like something that he might have recorded with Stiltskin. The only thing I've got to say as a counter to that mm. is that I see what you were saying about them. Dictating to him how he sings, yes, because his vocals are very subdued. Yeah, there's only a couple of bits where he rises mm-hmm. above, yeah, a monotonous tone, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, it's a shame that he's not, it does seem like he's being held back. Vocally. Funnily enough, this out this track, um, he recorded 10 11 versions of the vocals, he kept recording it over and over and over again, really? more and more intensely, and then they took the best takes of each line and put it all together and he found it quite hard to reproduce it live because of that I can imagine yeah. but but you don't get that impression listening to it no. it doesn't sound like it's choppy mm. it does sound like it's been sung quite well yeah no I, li- I like this track it's nice it's a really it's good heavy track yeah, yeah. But, but wow what a change yeah what a change although, is, you can see why Genesis fans may not have liked this yeah although I could imagine Phil singing this no I couldn't no, not with this kind of music. Mm. Um, I don't know. But I, on the whole, yeah, I like this. Mm. Um, so what do you think of Ray? Now, this is the thing, right? Yeah. If this is if this is what the rest of the album is going to be like, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna review this yeah. as individual bits of music, mm-hmm. not as a Genesis album, okay. because it doesn't sound at all like Genesis. Mm-hmm. So when we come to the end and talk about the album as a whole, mm-hmm. I may do a comparison then. Okay. As we review these tracks, I will review them as individual tracks, not as a Genesis album. Okay. So, what do I think of Ray? Yeah. I like him, Mm -hmm. but I feel on this track like he's being held back. Mm. Okay. So, um, especially as I've heard of him still talking, I know he's got so much more to give vocally. Yeah. So, this is like he's not exactly singing in a cupboard mm. but like he they're going whoa 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 stop being so energetic <laughs> calm down yeah. and he's going <laughs> not being allowed to flourish yeah. much I don't 
Maybe the other two were trying to be overpowering and say, this is our band, mm. we'll tell you how to sing. I don't know, but it feels like that from the vocals. Cause yeah. I know he can really knock one out. Yeah. So speak. <laughs> but it doesn't feel here like he is. And I think on some of the bits of this track, it could have done with more energetic singing yes. because of, as we said when, when you played at normal levels mm. it sounds quite dull yeah. you've really got to crank it up yeah. but if they produced it properly that would have come out even at Luna mm. so I think perhaps he is being held back yeah. okay. but do you like his vocals? yes do you like his voice? I do Yeah. I like his voice mm. I just wish he could have really just let go. Let rip. Let rip. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like he's being held mm. back. But then again, it's in keeping with the song. Yeah. But there are certain parts of it where he could have really. Mm. Okay. So promising start then. Promising start. I'm looking, looking forward, forward to the rest of the, the, rest of the album. So shall we go on to the next track? Sure. What is it? Which is the first single off the album. Okay. Congo. Okay. Let's have a listen. Congo got to number 29 in the UK charts, didn't chart at all in America, uh, was the biggest hit off the album. What do you think? Oh, wow, it's a bit of a weird one. Mm. It, it sounds like two different songs mashed together. Yeah. You've got this weird, sort of, almost Paul Simony intro. Well, I was going to say, we talked about on um, We Can't Dance, sounding a bit Peter Gabriel-y yeah. on a couple of yeah. times. This sounds like they've decided to take well, a bit of it. Paul Simon was doing a lot of stuff at this point. He was, yeah. And well, not at this point. No, no, no. But, but we're still yeah. getting a bit of the world music thing yeah. coming in. And so you've got the Congo sounds. Mm-hmm. No idea what that's got to do with the rest of the track. Yeah. Because um, the rest of the track has nothing. I mean, it changes rhythm almost instantly. Yeah. And you've got a completely different sound kind of song. Yeah. And a completely different sound. Yeah. So what have the two got to do with each other? Think about it. The first album. From Genesis to Revelations, they dropped in little bits of music before some of the tracks on that as well. Yeah, no, but this doesn't have any bearing on anything. No, neither did they. Do you remember there was the one track where it had like a kind of honky tonk cowboy intro and then went into a completely different style of song? Yeah. But this is what's happening again. Mm. But the, one of the interesting things on this was um, they're using more synthesizers. Yeah. When every other band in the world is it's getting out of synth rock, exactly, they're yeah. getting into it. Yeah. It's it's an odd choice yeah. at this point, considering the bands yeah. that were coming in the music, music styles that we discussed yeah. are now flourishing. Yeah. They're going back to the 80s. Yeah. Do you think it makes a good single? No, not at all. Surprised it didn't get higher in the charts? Not at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all right, mm-hmm. but it does sound like two different things mashed together. Yeah. And um, this song seems to be about relationships. Or what euphemism does going to the Congo mean? I don't know. 
You don't say, you know, tell you what, our relationship has pretty much gone to the Congo. Yeah. Nobody's ever used that term of phrase. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means meaningless. I don't understand. They are just nonsense. I mean, I, you say it's about relationships, but is it really? Can you tell from the lyrics? Uh, that, that was the impression I got, is it not that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you've only listened, that's your first impression. I've listened to it a few times, and I don't know if it is about... And again, I can't tell. this is another one that just fades out. Yeah, in the middle of a verse. He's just starting another verse <laughs> and it fades out. Like yeah. They almost went, oh, this isn't working. Border, just fade it border out. this now, fade yeah. out. It's, it's a really weird yeah. way of ending this track. Yeah, Because he's literally starting another verse. Okay, I'm going to give you a spoiler for the rest of the album. Okay. Every song fades out. Really? Yeah. Some of them don't fade out in the middle of him singing. Because he's literally just started. But every song fades out in this album. So was there more of this track? <laughs> they just went, we're going to cut it there because yeah. we've all just lost interest. Yeah. Sounds like it, doesn't it? But because then they released it as a single. Yeah. But the single version was edited again. What, shortened again? Did <laughs> yeah. they cut him out in the middle of something else? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Wow. No, I, I don't get the... I like the, the, the Congo intro. Mm. It has nothing to do yeah. with the style or theme of the rest of the track. No. I don't get it. No. It literally feels like two different songs mm-hmm. just cut together back. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not awful, mm-hmm. but it's not appearing on my 300 best Genesis tracks <laughs> mix. I would not have released this as a single. No, and it was the first single as well before the album came out. So this is your first taster as a Genesis fan in the mid-90s. Here's the new album about to come out. There's the first single. No wonder this album is still there. Yeah, it's got a weird video. Right? I can't imagine it not <laughs> having a weird video. Yeah, a but, very weird. But video. this is, you know, you're you're releasing a new style mm. on the world that is expecting more of the same. Yeah, this is a weird one to, to See, promote. With. I think if you're going to release a single from this album, yeah, you need to go with something that either sounds exactly like something from We Can't Dance or Invisible Touch. Yeah. Or something that sounds so different... But it's brilliant. But it's brilliant that people get, oh, wow, it's a completely different sound. And this is neither. And this isn't either. Mm. I mean, if anything, Calling All Stations, so far, would have been the perfect track because it's so different, Yeah. but is a great track. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It is a good track that's going to appeal to rock fans yeah. as much as probably the general listeners. Yeah. This one doesn't appeal to either. Yeah. I can't imagine. So do you like this song or not? No. I'm sorry, no, I don't. No. I, don't. I, I can't say. It's not offensive in any yeah. way. It's just that you just you, you you listen to it with a puzzled look, as I did when we listened to it. I had this it puzzled look on my face. You're very puzzled because I was I was wondering what what are they talking I, I about? Thought, I, well, I thought it had skipped at first because yeah. we started with that conga bit, yeah. and then it turned into a rock track. Yeah. And I thought, has this just skipped forward? Because <laughs> um, yeah. it's it's a bit jarring and it for no adequate reason. Mm. So, yeah, I just would have a thumbs down for me. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's not bad, but it's not great. Exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. And confusing. It's okay. And, yeah, I, I think our relationship's gone to the Congo this week. Yeah. Whatever the hell that means. Wait, we agree on it. Is that what going to the Congo means? I don't know. I don't know. I d- I've never heard that phrase before. No, me neither. So, but you're free to leave. So, whatever. Oh, now, thank you. Why didn't you say that four albums ago? Yeah, send me to the Congo. Yeah, you're free to leave, doesn't he say? I think something like that, isn't it? The lyrics. Is it like? Is it like the American version of going to Coventry? <laughs> oh dear. Send him to the Congo. But I mean, thinking about it, you know, calling all stations. The lyrics of that song—they're not about anything. No. But they work well in the context of that yeah. song. These lyrics aren't really about anything, and 
they jar because of that. You, I thought like, it was about a relationship. Maybe you didn't be, get that, did it you? It may be about a relationship, but yeah. it's not clear enough. No, no. I mean, you look at something like In 2D, very clearly about the relationship. Yeah. But it's not about a specific relationship, it's just about the general feelings of a relationship. Mm. Whereas this seems to be an attempt to do a similar sort of lyric, but it doesn't really work, because send me to the Congo. Well, the, the whole thing, send me to the Congo, is it a metaphor? Yes. But a metaphor for what? Exactly, but it's a metaphor they've made up, which is fine, but... But nobody else gets it. But nobody else gets it. It's not because nobody it's making else gets sense. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, shall we move on? Let's move on to the next What's track. What's the next track? Shipwrecked. Oh, this was a single, wasn't it? It was a single, yes. Ooh, can't wait to hear this then. Ooh. Second single, was it? Uh, yes, I believe so. Ooh. That's nice. Yes. Drifting out to sea. I can't believe what you said to me. So you might as well be shipwrecked. Yep. Second single for the album. Yep. Third track on the album. Yeah. What do you think of that, uh, baby? Yeah. It's a lively start to the tune. Mm. I mean, I like the start. The radio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, and then uh, there's the raw yeah. melody, but then that goes away. Yeah. And I didn't like what replaced it. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah. It's certainly not single material. No, it's an odd choice, isn't it? I mean, very up, but then so is the last one. Yeah. Are these, um, are these kind of indicative of the whole album? I mean, looking at your face, yeah. you it's seem to be a bit concerned about this album now because you re- you're really enjoying the first track. I really did. And now you've had two tracks and you've been a bit sceptical about it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think in my mind whether, mm. because it's so different. Yeah. And not what I was expecting. Yeah. Am I down on it because it's different mm. but I think I'm down on it because they're terrible <laughs> then again this isn't terrible yeah. it's <sighs> bland yeah and, and certainly not single material I mean to me it it kind of plods along it doesn't it's go anywhere it is a plodder it doesn't get you know, it doesn't start running at any point it just plods it doesn't even plod, have an interesting plod. musical interlude yeah. it just goes on I mean it sounds Almost exactly like a Tony Banks solo album track. Take your word for that. It's not written by Tony Banks though, it's a Mike track. Is it really? Well, the lyrics, anyway, obviously the, the music they wrote between them, but Mike wrote the lyrics to this one. Hmm. And. No, I, I, I'm not keen. No, um, it's, it's not. It just doesn't get moving. No, it doesn't. It, it It's not that it's dull, mm. it doesn't get that interesting. <laughs> it, it just goes on. Yeah. Ooh. Could you imagine either Peter or Filton? No. I'll, I'll, even as a B-side? I can imagine they'd come in and go, I ain't singing that. Yeah. Um, not even as a B-side. No. It's, just, it's just not a great track. It's, no. it's pleasant enough. Mm-hmm. How can I phrase this properly? Yeah, I suppose I should put this at the end, but I'm going to say it here. Mm. This band's been going now for many, many years. Yeah. Well, it's going to be nearly 30 years by the time I would expect better mm. from a band that's been going now. This is not something a band of that experience should be putting out. Mm-hmm. If this was on, if yeah. this was a new band's promo album mm. track, 
you, you get the band to one side and go, yeah, I can see where you're going. Go back into the studio, rethink it, mm-hmm. retool it, yeah. make it more interesting, come back with a better album. Yeah. This is not something you would expect from a 30-year-old band. No. It's just not interesting enough. It's, it's not. pleasant enough to listen to, but no part of this stands out. just doesn't get going at all, and that's the problem, I think. Yeah. It's it, a, just, a single? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who were they hoping to hit with this? No idea. But, you know, as I say, pleasant enough. Yeah. It's just... So how's the promise of this album looking up three tracks in? There's three tracks. They've done... There's 11 tracks altogether, so we've got another eight together. Yeah, they've, they've done albums before where they've had a great first track and then a couple of dodgy second tracks. Okay. So I'm still keeping that in mind. We'll see how it goes. All right. So do you want to move on to the next one? You want to listen is. to the next one? The next one's called Alien Afternoon. Okay. Not Illegal Alien Afternoon. Oh, right, okay. So Alien this one isn't slightly dodgy. Yeah, it's not racist. Okay, that's the thing. Bloody hell, that was long. It was long. For me, just before you start giving me your thoughts on it, I really think the start of that sounds like the opening to Pink Floyd's Learning to Fly. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think you listen to the two of them together, I think that's what it reminded me of at the start. Mm, but the only difference between this and Pink Floyd is this has got bloody awful lyrics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the only lyrics are <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I started listening to that and I thought, oh, Christ, um, did not bow off the rest of the track. Yeah. And then it just kept going on. Yeah. This was not going to end. Yeah. I thought I was going to have to go out for a lunch break yeah. halfway through this. I mean, lyrically, it's kind of almost like, you know, the Beatles' day in the life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, odd choice of rhythm, a sort of reggae track. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work at all. Don't know. Um, not sure what the song's about. Is it psychosis, drug taking? I don't know. For me, it's, it's, it sounds like... Silver Rainbow Part 2. It's that sort of nonsense lyrics that don't really mean anything but describing things, if you get this. It's kind of saved by the chorus. Mm -hmm. The chorus is okay in comparison to the rest of the track. It's certainly not a standout chorus with what they usually do. Um, It's almost saved by the chorus, Mm -hmm. but not ten minutes saved. Well, the proggiest track on the album so far. How long is this track? About seven minutes, I think it was. About longer. Yeah, I mean, it's at least three minutes too long. About much longer than it needs to be. Because it's not a story. Yeah. So, you know, there's no reason to have a ten, uh, you know, seven yeah. minutes of 
story, like it, you might have with is, one for the vinyl, have you? It is the sort of track that would be a story. But there isn't one. But there isn't one. Is, it, is the guy's late for work or something? Something like that, yeah. Is he taking drugs on the way to work? He's having, an he's having an alien afternoon. But why was it alien? It I wasn't don't know. alien alien. It was yeah. kind of like this guy's going all wibbly wobbly. I'm mm. on drugs alien. I mean, this is the sort of lyric I would expect Phil to go, I ain't singing that. Oh, definitely. And he'd start off maybe with the similar sort of thing and then re he wouldn't them. have started off with those lyrics. No, but I mean a similar sort of idea. Yeah. But then he'd have rewritten the lyrics and then there'd been a conclusion. Because the lyrics are terrible. Yeah. I mean they don't even scan no. some of them. Um, no. And this is a Tony lyric, so maybe that you know, that Ray saying that he wasn't free to experiment with the way that the lyrics were sang. Yeah. Maybe that's that's a problem with it. But again, I mean I It does I, sound I, like a Tony track. I am familiar with Ray's singing style. Yeah. And so far through this album, he really has been held back. Mm. The more I listen to him, yeah. the more I feel he's not giving it all. Mm. Whether it's from his part, he's looking at his lyrics and going, he's, he's bloody awful. Yeah. Or whether they are saying, mm. calm it down a bit, we want this monotonous and dull. Yeah. They succeeded. Well, I mean, musically, it's monotonous and dull. I mean, oh, it's that, just it plods along. It's another plodder. I am, I am not a big fan of reggae at the best of times. Mm. Um, this is... Well, not a true reggae beat, yeah. they've kind of got that word. Yeah. So I hate it for that. <laughs> but there is nothing else in this that makes me go, well, that can be forgiven because. Yeah. Because there is nothing to be, there is nothing yeah. to forgive this track. No. It just, terrible. No. Both drummers play on this, Nick and uh, the other drummer, Nia. Is there two drummers on yeah. this? Start is Nick, and then the second half is Nia. So Couldn't one drummer even care enough to finish the whole track? I guess. I guess I don't know. Maybe he wasn't available. Wow. But he yeah. says, "Oh no, I, I wish I had. I wish I wanted to fast forward through this, but you wouldn't let me." It's fair that I know this is the first time I've listened to this, so I yeah. should listen to the whole thing. Mm. But I really didn't like this entire. So, what's uh, what's your opinion on Ray's performance on this? Again, I say I think it's being subdued. Yeah. Um, not that there's that much to get excited about. Mm. This seems fine. Yeah. It just feels like he's being held back. Mm. He's almost singing it from another room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whether that's production on this or not, but he sounds muffled. Yeah. Not not muffled as in incoherent, but yeah. muffled as in like he's being kept down. Yeah. No, I can't yeah. say I like this track. No, I mean this, this is so far the most proggy track on the album. Is that what you say? I mean musically it is, isn't it? Because it's, it's like it. keyboard solos and things, isn't it? But yeah, I agree. I don't really like this out of this uh, track. It's. Uh, Let's move on to the next track, which is not about us. What is it about? I've no idea. Let's listen to it. <laughs> A little piece of something falling gently down, down, down. No one understands you like I do. It's not about hate, 
that one's not about us, but it is about something. Yes. Or is it? I don't know. It sounds... It's it another sounds, lyric that's not really about anything. Sounds like it should be about... It's a ballad. It yeah. sounds like it should be a love song. Yeah. There's no passion. No. It's not a love song. No. I don't know what it's about. No. I found myself wanting to yawn this <laughs> time. It's just... Yeah. I mean, God, it's a drudge. If, if it's not about us, what is it about? Who can tell from the lyrics? Cause no. I can't tell. Say, it sounds stylistically like it should be a ballad. Mm. It's the lyrics don't give way to that ballad as much, and yeah. it's, it sang passionless. Yeah, it's a very Mike and the Mechanics sounding track, plus the acoustic guitar right. yeah, yeah. of it. It sounds more like Mike and the Mechanics. I started the liking the acoustic, acoustic? acoustic. I started liking the acoustic guitar, mm. but then I hated the rest of the yeah. music. Yeah, third single off the album. No. Yeah, third single off the album. Ah, uh, wow. Because this is this is terrible. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, uh, uh, I wouldn't have released this. Oh, look at your little disappointed face listening to this album now. You're so excited, and now look at you. Uh, seriously, I'd never heard it. So <laughs> I was really, really interested in what it would sound like. Yeah. Now I really want to stop listening to it. Yeah. Because it's 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 <laughs> middle of the road at best. Well, buckle this up, Buttercup. We've got another half an hour of this to you're go. You're joking. <laughs> this is not something a 30-year-old band should release. No. Don't get me wrong, it's... It's all there. Mm. There's music, there's singing, there's production. Even yeah. though I think the production is understated, mm-hmm. it could be produced better. But yeah, I agree. Mm. Just it, it just black. It's middle of the road. At least it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it's terribly middle of the road. If this was a B-side, you'd be like, all right, well that's a fairly average B-side. Mm. This is an album track. Yeah, and again, and it? it was an A-side. And as you say, a faint album. Yeah. Are they just doing that on all of these tracks? Yeah, every track fades out in this album. Not all of them fade out while he's singing, but this uh, just, it's really odd. Mm. This one he is singing while he fades out, again. Yeah, but he's not, singing a, he's not singing a chorus, I mean, he's not singing a verse. Some of the tracks he's fading out in the middle of a verse. Or um, <laughs> at the beginning of a verse, <laughs> beginning, yeah. which, is, which is odd, so at least. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, bored of that track now, fade it out. It should be faded out about two minutes ago. Yeah. It's just, I'm bored of this track. I need something more up tempo. Well, if that's what you need, is the name of the next track. If that's what you need, I'll be the river, I'll be the mountain, always beside you. If that's what you So did that give you what you need? That's what you need! That's what I'll be your postbox! I'll <laughs> be your roadside! Is he just randomly saying things? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because I haven't got a mountain or a river next to me. I've yeah. got a microphone and you, mm. and I don't want either of those. If that's what you need. But, but, what, <laughs> but why mountain and river? But it doesn't... What is this about again? Again, I think it's a kind of love song. Really vague lyrics again. The chorus suggests 
it's about a guy saying, if this is what you need, I'm there for mm. you. Yeah. I'm not sure the, the verses agree with mm. that. Um, yeah. It's, um, I... So here we are, we're halfway through this album now. Mm. This, we're into the second half of the album now. Mm. How are you feeling? Well, I quite like this track. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Mm. It's very listenable. Mm. Um, again, weirdly fades out. Mm-hmm. But... This is probably my second favourite track so far on this album. Right, so after Courtney All Stations... This one. Yeah. Yeah. So, what we Six tracks? This is track six, yeah. And two of them are worth listening to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe this could have been an EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that might have been a good place to start for Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, but, no, I quite like this one. Yeah. This one's quite jaunty. Yeah. Quite listenable. Not Genesis. No. Not even, not even in the same... It's not not only not in the same ballpark, it's not in the same country. Again, this sounds like Tony Banks' solo track. Really? If we ever get around to doing of, Tony this, Banks stuff, uh, stuff. Okay. this is the sort of thing to expect. Uh, I'm not rushing to it. No. Again, I didn't mind this. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be something I would necessarily want to listen to myself. Mm-hmm. But as I've got to, because you're making me... Yes didn't mind this too much. Yeah, I mean, I have locked the door, so... You, you literally have locked the door. You're sat in front of me. Yeah. So I can't get out of the room. Exactly. And I've been tempted to crawl over you in mm-hmm. some of the other tracks, but this one, quite like. What about yeah. you? No, don't really like it. I no. kind of really boring. I thought you might like this one. No. This, is, this reminds me of throwing it all away, and I didn't like throwing it away. No, no. But I, I didn't mind this. Yeah. I wouldn't buy the album based on this. This no. wasn't a single, I take it. No. So it the one, the we've gone past tra- the singles now. So the second, oh, really? Yeah. All three singles we've listened to. Right? See, this is the one I would have thought they might release mm. as a single. It's catchy and it's got a good chorus which you can sing along to. Yeah. Wow. So odd choices. I wonder yeah. who picked the singles. Producer again or Tony Michael? Yes. Wow. Those mm. two should stop making music. <laughs> they did. Oh, oh. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so shall we move on? Yeah, do you want to move to the next one? Please. Which is The Dividing Line. Very uh, different sound again. Again, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but there's a band called Front 242. Nope. Uh, do kind of industrial electronica, and they've got a track called Headhunter. Okay. And that keyboard sound sounds yeah. almost exactly like that track. Oh, okay. Check that out. I might drop a little bit into it about now. Mm-hmm. 
then? Yeah. Not now. Not then. now then. Okay. Now then. Did now. you? Yes, I did. So cool. there you go, listeners, compare that. Anyway, what do you think of that track then? It's quite dull. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite dull enough to fast forward. Mm-hmm. But quite dull. Yes. Uh, <sighs> you got over a minute of a minute and a half instrumental introduction of that track. Yeah. It wasn't interesting yeah. enough. And the rest of the tracks just didn't go this is not bother, isn't it? See, I like this one. No. I, I like... I mean, this is your first impression. It is. So... I've literally not heard this before. I... I probably would have agreed with you after my first impression to be honest, but then I probably would have agreed about all the albums so far. Is it grower? But it's a grower. This one is one of those ones where it kind of... The more you listen to it, the more you get out of it. Okay. So this is probably my second favourite track on the album. Mm. After extensive listens... Um, it's got a lot of depth to it that the other tracks don't seem to have. That you have listened to it extensively. Yeah, well, over so, the last month. So it's not that bad an album, then, do you think? No, I've been listening oh. to it so we can review it. Oh, right. I've not ah. been listening to it out of choice. Ah, okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I can't say I'm a massive fan of this track. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Not enough, you know, it's not dull enough to fast forward through, mm. but... I mean, it's got that very different sound to the intro. Yes. And then it goes into a kind of a typical Genesis track. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of late 80s, early 90s Genesis track. Mm-hmm. Um, I could imagine Phil singing this one. Really? Yeah. Um, I, th- I don't think it would require much in the way of changing okay. for Phil to, to be singing it. Um, so, yeah, so this this is, like I say, my second favourite one on the album after the title track. Um, but aren't they, can't you tell that those lyrics were written by people who weren't singers? Yeah. They just they really... Then, mm. difficult not so much the words that he's saying the way they're being sang yes. over the, the music just again he's not fit. he's not really giving his all in this yeah. I really do feel like he's being held back locally yeah. on these tracks because he's not he's got a good voice mm. but he's not using any power or something yeah. not really yeah I mean I, I think this track and the title track are a good indication of the way the album could have and yeah. should have gone updating the sound but making it recognisably Genesis Yeah. Okay. in this case anyway Paul North Station I don't think is recognisably Genesis but in this case I think it's updated the sound and it's still recognisably Genesis and I think this is the way this album should have gone and so far this is the first track we've had on this album that's like that yeah I mean I'm listening to this album now as I am doing I kind of like the sound mm. if not the songs yeah do you know what I mean yeah I don't mind this new rocky sound they're trying. I yeah. think it's very bold at mm. this this time of the mm. career. Don't think it's being done particularly well. No. Specific, specifically from song to song. Mm. Very amateurish. Yeah. In, in, not in production, but mm. in composition. Well, think about that. this for a moment. They've done three albums that have had no long songs on. Yeah. Genesis to Revelation and then there were three and this one yeah so it's almost like a new beginning each time mm-hmm. they've gone for the short songs are these shorter? they feel longer the longest one's about seven and a half minutes long. that's a long time it's not a long song for Genesis though is it? well well it felt but they've all been shorter punchier songs to a certain extent on those three albums and it's like it's a new beginning and that's kind of the default setting you go to when Mike and Tony the primary songwriters. And then there were three. Phil didn't really contribute much to the songwriting on that album. And they're shorter songs. 
and again there's nobody interfering with their their songwriting and the songs are shorter again Mm. It's almost like that's the default setting. I wonder if for. some of these tracks might have been more interesting if Ray had been allowed to do the lyrics. Yes, I think you're probably right there. Because the lyrics in some of these tracks are are literally what's living in that. Yeah. Musically, some of them aren't bad. Mm. But as, as we've said on the last couple of ones, what were the songs about? Yeah. What are any of these songs about so yeah. far? The, the lyrics are just so <laughs> ambiguous. Mm. I think if they'd had, they'd sat down. Reevaluated some of these songs mm. with a new singer, yeah. knowing what he's going to sound like, and then said, "Right, your input. What do you think? Yeah. We should do with the lyrics. Yeah. They might have had a better because yeah. there's nothing wrong with the sound, but the lyrics are really letting the sound. Yeah. There's no narrative, no through line for any of the songs. So even a song like "Throwing It All Away," yeah, it's a bog standard love song lyric, but there's a through. You know, it's a love song. Lyric know what it's about it's not ambiguous in any way it's you know, need I say I love you need I say I care it's clearly a love song but the, the love songs in inverted commas here they're not really you know is Congo a love song is is that what you need a love song I don't know they sound like they should be but are they you can't tell because no. there's, there's the lyrics on there I mean you take something like me and Sarah Jane it's a very ambiguous lyric open to lots of interpretation yeah you can't really say me and Sarah Jane is about anything in particular no. but there's a narrative through line yeah but not in these but not in any of these they're, they're very weird tracks mm. yeah. in fact that would you say what were they about yeah they're not about anything mm. so it's not about us what is it about so how many more tracks have we got well that was track seven so we've got four more to go Whew. damn it so what's the next track uncertain weather Captured in a frame forever A face in a faded Like today, uncertain weather. Yeah. Um, my impressions of this track starts badly, mm-hmm. gets better, mm-hmm. but not by much. It's another plotter. Yeah. Can't say I would listen to this again. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. I've listened to this album quite a bit over the last month okay. in preparation for this podcast. I could not tell you how this song went. And we've literally just listened to it, and I still couldn't tell you how it went. That's kind of true of most of these tracks. Mm. Um, but this one in particular is instantly forgettable. What was this track about? No idea. And again, another fade out halfway through him singing. Yep. And it just goes on and on. Yep. And again, you wouldn't let me fast forward it. No, I, w- I was hoping to remember some of it, to be honest. But This, this is just a, a non-entity of a yep. track. Um, his vocals are... Yeah, I think I think he 
does he delivers this well? I think he performs this well. But the lyrics, again, no idea. What no idea what the lyrics are about. There's a little more power to this in yep. vocals. Still not reaching the notes he can reach. Mm -hmm. He's still subdued. Yep. A little bit better. Um, not as dull singing. Mm -hmm. However, the music is. Um, this this really doesn't get it for me. Yeah. Can't say I'd want to listen to this again ever. Mm -hmm. um, Inst I say instantly. Well, I say that. I, can't, I literally can't remember what it, how it went. Now. Mm. No, that's what I mean. It's instantly forgettable. There's there's no hummable chorus or bit in I there. I mean, or... literally, for the last four weeks, I've been listening to this album almost on repeat. <laughs> well, I don't want to preempt my, my opinions on this, but I can honestly say that I waited till today because... Uh, no, no, because you, you never <clears> listened to it before. No, so far... Yeah. There's two or three tracks but, that I might listen to. But like I say, after a month of listening to this album, still could not tell you how this track went now. Now, less than three minutes after we finished mm -hmm. listening to it. So far listening to this album, I would perhaps listen... I probably would listen to Calling All Stations. Mm -hmm. But whether I put it on a Genesis Best of Mix? Mm -hmm. Probably not. It's good, mm -hmm. but then putting it in perspective, it's good for this album. No, see, I disagree about the track Calling All Stations. I think that is a great song. I would put that on a best of Genesis compilation. Okay. But so far none of those would make it. No, definitely not. So. And certainly not this one. Definitely not this one. No. Can so we move on swiftly. Yes, yeah, so let's make some small talk. Don't talk think about small talk then right okay so we've got this horrible synth going through mm -hmm. it. is this Mike's synth guitar <laughs> maybe I don't know actually well um, to be fair there's no way of going back from synth no um, this started with that it was dreadful mm -hmm. continued with that yep. more dreadful yep. um, and the lyrics I have to say were terrible well funny you should say that because this is the only song on the album that Ray wrote the lyrics for Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> no, the lyrics were terrible in yeah. this. They didn't scan. Nope. They weren't great. Still no I don't know what it's about. <laughs> um, and I really hated this song. I cannot say how much I hated this song. See, I didn't mind this song. No, I hated um, it. I thought it was quite up tempo, quite nice. On any other Genesis album, this would be poor. On this album, it's pretty good. <laughs> I disagree. I think this is <laughs> this, this is poor on any Genesis album. Mm -hmm. It's poor on this album. It's just poor. Sounds to me like a Marillion B-side. Sounds to me like gibberish. I hate this song. Mm. Oh, I did not like <laughs> this at all. I found yeah. the music annoying. Yeah. I found the synth. Oh God, the synth. I hated that. Oh, this is this must be a terrible thing for you to be listening to this album. You were looking forward all week. You've been looking forward to listening to this I album. Have, I have. Well, you know, it's it's like. 
it's the undiscovered Genesis album for me. Mm. And now I wish I had never discovered <laughs> it. I don't. I. I can't. I don't like this song. Don't like it at all. Wish I'd never heard it. Yeah. And I'm really sad now. That this is the last Genesis album because they went out and such so far such a bummer. Um, now hated this track. Please okay, yeah. can we move on. Yes, let's move on to the next track, which is there must be some other way. There really must. Yeah. <laughs> So is there another way? Um, well, this is saved slightly by the chorus, because mm-hmm. um, the rest of the track's kind of dull. Mm-hmm. So the chorus is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. There's a lovely musical bit in the middle. Yeah. I kind of like the way it starts. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the synthesizer. No. And this is the only track on this album so far where Ray Wilson actually sings. Mm. It's actually very powerful in certain places than this. Yes. And it's almost like they went, oh, go on then. Well. Funnily enough, they part of the audition process, they got Dave Longdon and Ray to sing along in the style that Phil Collins would do to kind of make lyrics up to this piece of music. Okay. So a lot of that that he did in his audition was incorporated into the lyrics and the music of this oh, song. Okay. So in a way, he kind of co-wrote this one, the, the vocal line certainly on this one, uh, because of that. And, I think that's probably why it sound, he sounds more comfortable singing. Mm, I'm, not, I'm not going to say I really like this. Hmm. Um, See, I think this is a pretty good track. It's okay. This would be the third track I would listen to I again. Think, I think it's saved by his vocals. Hmm. The musical bit in the middle, as I say, if, hmm. it, if they got rid of the synthesizer, yeah. which is oh, so, sounds so <laughs> old, yeah. um, even for that time. Hmm. As I say, everybody else was getting out of the synthesizer rock as yeah. they were getting into it. That synthesizer yeah. is a terrible choice. I mean, this to me has got kind of a home by the sea vibe to it. Yeah, with the slow build up and then the back and then down again. But it's got that bloody awful synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. synthesizer is terrible sound. Mm. When they listened to that, they should have said, well, yeah, the keyboards are fine, but that noise yeah. is appalling. Yeah. Change that synthesizer. And they didn't. Not a um, bad track. Yeah. I think this is a really good track to end the album on. It doesn't end here. No, it doesn't. There's another track? Yes, there is. Hmm. Yeah, this would have been a good ender. <laughs> well, not a good ender, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But do I like it? I don't know. Do you like it? I don't want to throw the CD out of the window. Good, because it's my CD. Oh, yeah. But can't say I really like this track mm. a lot. It's not bad. Okay. It's not great. Keyboards are bloody awful. Seems okay. And, in fact, 
probably the best he's sung so far himself. Yeah. Wish he'd sung like this on the rest of the album. But don't you think it shows a lot of promise for what could be? But then you could say that about the whole album. Because the whole album's full of promise. It just doesn't deliver. I don't know. I think this track in particular shows what they could have done if they'd involved him a bit more in the writing process. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, because, because, like I say, this is, this, he's had some input in this. Yeah, and his, his, his singing's more in his style. Mm. And I know that you can say, all right, but with Genesis, we wanted it to sound different from his normal singing voice. Yeah. But surely that's why you hide it. It's no good hiring somebody who can sing yeah. well and say, sing terribly. Yeah. Which is basically what they've had him do. Yeah. Or at least sing in a muted way. I mean, Tony, Tony Banks wanted Ray Wilson. Yeah. I mean, and then they said, don't sing like you normally sing. Yeah sing subdued and don't really you know really go for it but this one he has gone for it in places mm-hmm. and it's a joy to hear him actually really reach for it yeah and that's what saves this track in my opinion yeah keyboards ruin it <laughs> yeah again yeah. it's an okay track never gonna appear on my top 300 <laughs> genesis mix tracks uh, well either my second or third favorite on this album i think Really? Yeah. It'd be a toss-up between this and The Dividing Line, which is second or third. Cornell Stations, we agreed on, is a great track. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. We've got nothing, no problem with that one. Then I like the fact that it fades out. Yeah, and then I like The Dividing Line and I like this track. Everything yeah. else I can pretty much take or leave. Yeah, I can leave this. Yeah. So that was the last track on the album. Oh, wait a minute. No, it wasn't. There's one more track. Which is? One Man's Fall. Okay, let's have a listen. Man's Fall, last track on this album, the last studio track on any Genesis album. Have they gone out with a bang? No. Man, this. Oh, what a horrible intro. Yeah. It was so bad it made me want to cry. It's awful. There's nothing nice about this track. And on top of that, Mm -hmm. the lyrics are awful. Apparently, it's supposed to be about terrorism. Or, you know, people want to... Tony said it's about the person who watches these terrible bombings and things happening on the TV and says to himself that they deserve that happening to them. It's about that person. But there's always somebody. No, I didn't either. I just. This was just terrible. Yeah. Um, To me, this is instantly forgettable. Again, this is another track where we've just started recording this part of the podcast and I can't remember how that song goes now. No, it it, it seriously made me. It was so 
bad, mm. it made me want to cry. It was mm. so bad. Not not sad, yeah, but anger. just so awful. I hated <laughs> this track. It was ghastly. And as you say, it's the last Genesis ever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. I mean, all right, they didn't know at the time. No. They probably thought, yeah. this album's going to rock, mm. and we're going to be going for another 20 years. Yeah. But so this, sorry, I'm, I can see why this killed their careers. Yeah. This track doesn't need to be on the album, because the previous track, there must be some other way, don't, you, you was a much better this ending. Track. This track doesn't, believe, doesn't belong on any album. No. It's terrible. Well, there you go. So that's the end of the album. Shall we talk about the album? Shall we? So first of all, what do you think of Ray? Was he the right choice, or should they have gone with Dave Longdon or somebody a bit more prog rock based? No, no, this is a this is a really difficult question. Mm. I like Ray singing. Yeah. Don't know if he's a good fit for Genesis, mm-hmm. but then again, this isn't a Genesis album. This mm. is a, such a departure from their normal styles. Yeah. Yes, I think it works well with this kind of music. Mm-hmm. I don't think they allowed him to sing very well. No. And that's a shame. Yep. It might have saved bits of this album. So that kind of gives you a clue as to what I think about this album. <laughs> um, well, yes, I think it was the right choice. Yeah. I think it was the right choice for the style they're aiming for at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was done well, though. What do you think? I think the problem with this album is the songs. I think Ray is a good singer. Um, I've listened to some of the stuff live. I've got a couple of live bootlegs. And he... He can really, he brings the goods. He can really sing. Can, and Stilt Skin. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, can we just stop here and listen to a live track? Yeah, let's just do a couple. Okay. They sound so much better live. Exactly. So he he's got the goods. He's he's a great singer. But they sound great live. Why do they sound so dull on the album? That's the production, obviously. So I think that I think two things they needed to do involve Ray 
in the writing process. Yeah. They should have written the music, fair enough, absolutely fine, but then they should have gone, right, you're going to sing these, here's some lyrics we've written, why don't you play around with it, if you want to change the lyrics, if you want to rewrite some of the lyrics, rewrite the lyrics, let's, let's do this. I think they should have also said, how do you want to sing this? Yeah, exactly. And they should have got somebody in to produce it. Definitely. Because it's flat. The, the whole album's flat. I mean, yeah. as we said at the very beginning, you turn the volume up, mm -hmm. this rocks yeah. on the tracks that rock. Yeah. You turn it off to normal sort of listening level, mm -hmm. man, it sounds so dull. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's done in a way, none of the instruments stand out. I mean, the, the problems I've got with this album, it's like a Men in Black flash gun. <laughs> yeah. You forget about these tracks even while they're going. Yeah. Well, even while the songs are playing, you mm -hmm. can't hum along because yeah. none of them have got a tune. Mm -hmm. You know, like like um, some of the old albums, you you will walk away from that track humming yeah. the chorus or something. Yeah. None of these have got such a standout melody that you hum the melody. Yeah. None of these tracks have got a melody that you can take away mm. with you. They are so instantly forgettable. Yeah. With the exception of maybe calling or stations, mm. but if you ask me now, I couldn't hum it. Yeah, but it's not. That's not really a sing-along track, though, is it? No, but I'm just talking but, about the melody. Yeah. If you ask me to hum the melody now, mm. any of those tracks, yeah, literally couldn't. There's no standout melodies. There's no interesting mm -hmm. riffs. Yeah, or, exactly. There's no. There's no great guitar solos. Yeah. Or or keyboard solos. Yeah, or, nothing. There's nothing that stands out on this album. Mm -hmm. There's no even the vocals, <laughs> apart from the second to last track. There's none of the vocals that stand out. Mm -hmm. Not one thing on this album is stand out. No, it's just bland all the way through. Yeah, and I think whoever they had chosen to be the singer, if the, the songs were the same, wouldn't have, wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah, wouldn't even, have made any difference. Even if Phil had stayed with them, yeah, this would have yeah. been a terrible yeah. album. I mean, I personally think Dave Longden would have been a better choice okay just because he has a more traditional prog vocal but, style but, if but the, the songs would have still been the same but, so it would still have been a better one. but if they if they got him and they sat on him like they obviously yep. had with Ray yeah he would have still ended up with a dull exactly. performance because when we saw the live ones Ray belted those tracks mm. out yeah exactly that's how they should have been sung on this album exactly and even the thing is when you when you listen to a live track Quite often it doesn't sound as good as yeah. the, the studio track yeah. because it's mixed better mm -hmm. and you hear the instruments better. Yeah. But these live tracks were brilliant. Yeah. You yeah, exactly. You listen to an album of that music. Yeah. But what we've got here on this CD is so dull yeah. in comparison to what they can do with that same piece of exactly. music. Exactly. So I don't think Ray in any way should be blamed oh, for no, this album. Oh no, no, because no. um, we, we know he's a good singer. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think he did great. He did a good job. So let's put Ray to one side because. Thanks, Ray. You've done a brilliant job. You've done. If you're listening there. to this, Ray Wilson, thank you for your contribution to Genesis. You did a great job. Love your vocals. Yeah, you did brilliantly. Definitely. Shame you had such poor material to work with. That's what I'll say. Yeah. He did a fine job with the material at hand. Yeah. This in no way reflects on him. I would listen to Ray Wilson sing again because yeah. I quite like his voice. Yeah, I do. I think he's great. And he does a lot of Genesis tracks in his live solo sets these days. So, you know, good on him. Great, if that's getting people into his gigs, brilliant. Funnily enough, um, when the band got back together in 2007 for the Turn It On Again tour, yeah. uh, Ray actually contacted them and said, why don't I come out and support you? That would have been nice. It would have been nice, wouldn't it? And yeah. they went, nah. Oh, but it quite You're clearly right, isn't his fault that this no, exactly. is a terrible album. Exactly. To I, be fair, this is a, entirely on the shoulders of Tony and mine. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The way Ray's singing, it sounds like they were micromanaging mm. this. 
when yeah. they should not have been. They should have done their bit, yeah. stood back, let him get on with it. Mm-hmm. It's quite clear they didn't, yeah. but at the same time, the music is just so dull. Yeah. But so also, you have to point this at whoever produced this, because mm-hmm. they should have stood back and gone, guys, you can do better than this. Yeah. Well, they produced it themselves, again. You're joking. Mm-hmm. So, literally does fall on their shoulders. Yeah. They can't eat. So they didn't even have the producer they had on the last album. With, what happened to Nick? With Nick Davis. Who so he produced it. He co-produced it again with the same as We Can't Dance. So right. same, same guy. So why did this sound so terrible? I mean, so dull, I acoustically. Mean, but I think we know the reason it sounds terrible. And we're kind of dancing around it. The reason it sounds terrible is because Phil's not on it. Phil was the arranger of the band. So even when Phil wasn't writing the music, he was arranging it. I'd like to argue that, but it's quite clearly obvious. Yeah, I mean, it, it clearly is, because these tracks, they sound like Mike and Tony solo tracks. They but, don't sound like Genesis. But there's no there's no performance to these tracks. Mm. Yeah. It's like they're just performed as they're written on the paper. Yeah. There's no heart and soul exactly. to any of these tracks. Exactly. Now, I think what they should have done is done a second album. They should have done a second album with Ray in the studio with them. He's an instrumental, you know, he can play guitar. So he could be helping, you know, he, they, he should have been a co-writer. And to a certain extent, Tony and Ray both wanted to do another album, but Mike didn't. I'll just stop you there, mm. because based on what I've just heard, mm. there's no way they should have done another album. I understand what you're saying, yeah. they should have had the chance, but who was going to buy the second album after But the thing that? is, every time they've changed the lineup, the second album has been better than the first. Yeah, but none of the first albums have been this bad. Can you think of another Genesis album no. that's been this bad? No, I can't. And this that, has literally had two tracks off it you'd listen to again. And to be fair, you're right, but we don't know what would have happened if Ray had been in the mix writing it. No, they might have It been, could have been more dynamic. It could have been, it could have been brilliant. Been, I think it would have been a, again. They would have needed a studio drummer as well, yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. getting another drummer in. I think if they produced another album, mm. we would have gone even further from what Genesis used to do and it would have been more rocky. Mm. That's great, and it would have been further proof of how progressive Genesis are because yeah. they would have changed their sound yeah, again. Again, yeah. More drastically than they've ever changed, yeah? Mm-hmm. But I think it would have worked. But I cannot see who would buy that album after this album. Well, Genesis fans. This, <laughs> no, because even Genesis fans have abandoned them at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, who is listening to this? Yeah, yeah. We true. are your Genesis fan. Yeah, and I didn't buy it at the time. And would you buy it reasons. now? No, if, to you, be if somebody borrowed you this album, mm. would you go, oh, I'm going to go out and buy that for myself? No, probably not. So who are they now singing to? Certainly, based on those singles, I can't imagine the general public yeah. was interested but then, either. But then you can't possibly say what they would have come up with if they'd had Ray writing in the mix with them. No, I am absolutely 100% positive it would have been better. Mm, definitely. It would have been probably a great album. Yeah. Not necessarily Genesis album, mm-hmm. but a great album. However, on this one, I don't think yeah. they should even be given a second chance. No. It's, it's poor. For a, a band that's been around 30 years, mm. if this was a new band and this was their promo album, you'd go... I mean, it does sound like a lot of mid-90s AOR rock bands. But they shouldn't be at but that they stage. Shouldn't be no, they shouldn't at all. But like I say, I would have liked them to have done another album, just to see I mean, how as, it works. As an example, in that same sort of period in the 90s, at this sort of time, you've got other bands, yeah. like Pink Floyd, that yeah. also changed their, mm. their musical styles. Yeah. When they bought up Momentary Lapse of Reason, Division Bell, etc., mm. etc. They were trying something new sort of with mm. their sound it was kind of like what they used to do but it was it was modern yeah but you could feel the weight of their experience behind it this album it's almost like they've completely ignored their experience yeah there's no there's no I mean, weight behind the music 
I think I think that's the problem with Mike and Tony. I think they have. I don't, know how to, I don't want to be rude because they're obviously very, very talented oh, musicians and songwriters. But I think they believe their own hype. That must have been the case because nobody who listens to others' opinions would have released this album. No. They must have had these discussions. I, I think the, the, it's very telling the interview that Mike gave where he said, before this album came out, I don't think we'll lose many fans because I think we had fans before Phil and I think they'll stick with us. That encapsulates what Tony and Mike thought. Right. They didn't realise the reason Genesis were massive in the 80s was because of Phil. I don't know if it was because of Phil well, as such I don't, as the fact that together they made a great I mean. sound. I, I don't mean just because of it, solely because of mm. Phil. I, I mean because of the way he brought them together. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like for example, it's like this podcast. Mm. If I left, you'd carry on because you think you're good. Exactly. But it's only me that makes this sound Well, exactly. Good. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd go on to massive success and be a millionaire by the end of the year if you left. But I like to keep you around to bounce that, ideas That on. wasn't what I was saying. If you, if you <laughs> listen back to this recording... Yeah, you're right. I am brilliant. Again, that's not what I was saying. Well, thanks. <laughs> Please, you're making me blush with all these compliments. <laughs> are you actually listening to me at this point? <laughs> yeah, of course I am, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's skip forward. So um, I'll tell you what else is missing from yes. this album, and it's very obvious, and you'll slap your forehead with surprise when I mention it. I'm going to slap something. There's no humour on this album. Not at all, no. I mean, you know, you've got Jesus He Knows Me, Yeah. Anything She Does, Illegal Alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly no silly voices. Who done it? Mm. You've always got a kind of a more humorous track on the There's album. Nothing's funny on this. Nothing. Album. They've gone for a darker style and a darker sound. Some of the tracks are jaunty. But they're not, there's no humour. There's no. no, I mean, it's almost like Alien Afternoon was supposed to be a kind of a humorous track. It really isn't. But it's not. No. It's I almost still don't like, know what that's about. It's almost like they've tried to do that, but not really understood it. You don't do a seven-minute humorous track. But there's, there's no humour, there's no fun on no, this album. No, and definitely that, not. that is a bigger problem no than fun. no fill. No fun, no passion, yeah. no sense of... It's like that humorous edge has always been there with Genesis since Phil joined the band. If not vocally, musically. Yeah, I mean, every single album from Nursery Crown onward has had kind of a humorous slant to it at some point. Yes. And this is not. This yeah. has not got any of that at it's, all. It's too... It's straight it's ahead. It's taking itself too seriously. faced yeah. serious. Yeah. Which was the problem I think we might have mentioned with Trespass. Yes. That was very good musically. Yeah. A lot of great tracks. But it was also very straight ahead. Yes. No humour in this. We're, we're very serious musicians. Mm-hmm. And it was only when they changed, with Phil coming in, that they started to get successful. Yeah. Even though he did do silly voices. Yeah. But there's nothing, there's no There's no sense of fun to this album. No. Certainly not when you're listening to it. No. So, my overall opinion of this, if you're interested... Yes, let's have your final thoughts. No. It's a no. thumbs down. Despite one or two good tracks, mm-hmm. not enough to buy it. Yeah. Not enough to listen to it again. Yeah. Even the ones I liked, I'm not that bothered. If I never hear any of these tracks again, I will not be upset. So why do you think some Genesis fans will defend this album to the hilt and say it's great? I think they will because it's it's a bold new direction mm. going in. Definitely. Yeah. You should applaud them for trying that yeah. after this many oh, years. 100%. And some of the tracks are worth listening to. Mm. There's no doubt that there are some good tracks on yes. this not very well done mm-hmm. and certainly if they'd have been produced better they would have probably been brilliant yeah but i can't understand why taking this aside as a as a genesis track because mm-hmm. it's it's so different mm-hmm. i don't think you can say this is a genesis album well that was going to be my next question to you 
is this a Genesis album? No, no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any of the stories. It mm-hmm. doesn't have any of the musical interludes mm-hmm. that we used to. It's a different style so completely that it's almost... It's a it's a rock track. It's a yeah. rock album. Yeah. It's not a Genesis album. Mm. Which is not saying the two can't coexist, yeah. but it's just such a leap away from what they usually do. Yeah. So you, I think this is you have to look at this as a completely different animal mm-hmm. and judge it on that. Yeah. You can't judge it as a as a Genesis album. Yeah. And that's the way I've approached it. Yeah. Because since we started with track one, mm-hmm. it's been so obviously different. Yeah. I have not been listening to it as a Genesis album. I've yeah. listened to it as an album, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> not hate. If this had come out as a different band name, yeah, but exactly the same, just yeah, not yeah. Genesis, which I think it should have because it's so radically different. Would that make the album better? No, because you wouldn't be comparing it to Genesis. No, because I, I still think the production values are terrible. Mm. Um, the performances are terrible. Mm. There's no rhythm there that you can get behind. Mm. Very few of the tracks. I mean, we've just listened to it. Yeah. How many one of the tracks? Uh, to the Congo, free to leave, whatever it is. I think you'll find that most of those <laughs> notes were in the wrong order. Yeah, they're the right notes. Yeah, but in the wrong order, yeah. as it says. <laughs> However, I'm going to punch you if you sing that again because <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. But if that's the only one you can remember out of well, 11 tracks... Well, I can remember calling all stations. How many? Is that it? Probably. I'm going to play it in a minute, and if that's wrong... <laughs> I'll take your word for that, because yeah. I literally... throw me out of the taxi. I literally can't remember yeah. any of the tunes. Forgettable. Yeah, that's very forgettable. Like I said, some of these tracks I've been listening to for a few weeks... And I still can't remember them. I'm not going to be having any of these tracks when we leave this taxi. No, definitely not. <sighs> Sorry, but um, even if this had been a completely new band, I wouldn't have bought this album. And as it's a Genesis final album, I'm just filled with sadness that they've gone out in such a whimper. Mm-hmm. Not with a bang, it's, but with it's, a whimper. It's a whimper. Yeah. And it's, it's a terrible whimper. Because yeah. you know, we have seen what this band's capable of. Mm. We've seen the level of skill and expertise this band's got, exactly. and none of that is apparent on this album. Yeah. What well, about, what about you? I'm saying, I'm literally. What about us? What about us? Not oh, about I remembered not. something from this album. Yeah, you haven't, because it's not about us. Oh right, mm. damn it. Um, no, I, uh, I. You've no thanks. To it far more than me. No thanks. I probably won't be listening to it again now. No, I must admit. Calling all stations, the track. Calling all stations, I will gladly listen to over and again. But, but yeah. the rest, the rest of them, if I never hear them again, I won't be bothered. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't yeah. think it's great. Yeah. I can, as, as you say, oh. why do some Genesis fans like this? Hard to say. Yeah. Maybe they just like this. Yeah. But they don't like this as a Genesis album. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because it isn't. Yeah. Do they like it as a new band? Maybe. Mm. But if it do was they, a new band and I'd heard it, I wouldn't buy this. Do they just like it because it's got Genesis slapped on the cover? That's the other thing, of course. Is it just like, well, it's Genesis. Like Blind people, loyalty. It's like people who vote the same no matter what mm. their party says they're going to do next. Yeah. Some people just blindly follow things. And yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing because you know what you like. Yeah. So you're going to buy you know the next you, you know what you like in your wardrobe. Exactly. Mm. So, so you're going to buy the next album because this is a band you like. Mm. And yes... It's, no, it's Genesis. Yes, obviously. But, no, no, this doesn't do it for me. So, to conclude, because we're getting close to the pub now. I can see it in the distance. Yeah. It's road, so, yeah, keep going. Swerving about a bit, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. So, to conclude, it's a stinker. (sighs) I never thought I'd say this about a Genesis album. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a stinker. Two tracks most on this. Yeah. Well, 
out of 11. What a shame to finish on such a down point. I was hoping for something better. Mm -hmm. I was hoping I'd miss the gem. Yeah. And, and from that first track, you thought you did. I could I, see it in your face. Yeah, yeah I love the first track. Yeah. The rest of the album, like all Genesis albums, they started with a really good track. Yeah. Sadly, they had nothing to follow yep. up with. It was the best and only good track on the album. Yeah, this was this. They should have released a single. Just nothing yeah. best. at best, they could have maybe got an EP out of this. Mm -hmm. Not now, and it's a it's a shame they finished on this. It if is. They got, if they'd done an EP mm -hmm. and picked the best three tracks off this and yep. released that, they could have probably had a shot at another album. Based on this album, you can see why they called it a day. Yeah, definitely. Well, there's about seven or eight b-side tracks as well but we're not going to cover those now thank christ we've had I enough mean, oh dear we've had enough of that maybe we'll cover that in a future episode maybe a separate not. thing yeah but all right anyway looks like we're getting close yep taxi's yep. weaving about all over the place though well, hey what's what going on going on there i think uh if he's expecting a tip he ain't gonna get on driving like this no way oh Here we are, we're nearly at the pub. Whoa there, cabby, slow down! Oh no, that driver's a zombie! Let me smack him with this shovel. No, you idiot, we'll crash. We have to jump for it. I'll open the door. Get ready to jump. After three. One. Geronimo! Mind the tree! Three! Huh. Gary, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Luckily, my head broke before. Right, well the pub's just down the road, so come on! Wait, if this is the epicentre, shouldn't there be more zombies? No. In the eye of the hurricane there is quiet for just a moment. Yellow sky. So there won't be any zombies then? Why do you have to say that? Here they come! Shovel at the ready and go! Morning, Vicar! Morning, Mr Jones! At least his lumbago won't bother him anymore! That's it, we're at the pub. Keys. Keys. That was close. Pint? Are you kidding? Zombies everywhere, the world's coming to an end, and you ask if I want a pint? Sorry, silly me. Whiskey chaser? Better. <sighs> Is there anything that can't be cured with a good pint? Alcoholism? Point taken. Wait, what is that ungodly noise coming from the beer cellar? Have I left my Michael the Mechanics CD playing down there again? No, no, listen, listen. Sounds... What? Ungodly. And what exactly does ungodly sound like? You know, mysterious, a bit evil, creepy. Like tales from topographic oceans? Yeah, something like that. Well, let's take a look. You go first. Why me? You heard it first. Stop arguing and get going. Okay, okay, don't push. Go on, down the steps. Tell me what you see. Aren't you coming down? No! Someone has to guard this end in case they come at us from behind. <laughs> well, that should definitely be you then. Good lad. Off you go. Well, I never... Gary, get down here! Is it that Frankenstein I made the other week? Have you been killed yet? Of course not! Now get down here and look at this! Ah! Have you ever thought of becoming a cat burglar? 
With stealth abilities like that, you could go a long way. Just shut up. What am I supposed to... Wow! You don't see one of those every day. What is it? A new washing machine? A washing machine? No, it's a swirling red evil portal. Probably to hell. How do you know it's not a swirling portal to heaven? It's red and evil. I'm just guessing about the hell bit, but I'm sure it's a pretty good guess. Well, it doesn't belong down here. That's not a normal piece of kit for a real ale cellar. No, a lager cellar, maybe. Hmm, okay, so, well, how do we close a portal? Well, in all the horror films I've ever seen, the Bible seems to carry a lot of weight in these situations. So we, um... Chuck a Bible at it, yeah! I think there's one upstairs. Hang on, hold the fort! Hold the... with what? You've got your stick, haven't you? That's not really going to cut the mustard against all the demons of hell! Try two sticks! Here you go. Great. Now all... Hang on, this has got a stamp on the inner cover. Is this a library book? You don't have a library card. Have you stolen this from the library? Is that bad? Stealing a Bible? It's definitely got to have some symptoms attached. I think my immortal soul can take that. Is it like points for speeding? How many points before I'm barred from heaven? I think that ship sailed many years ago. Oh. Okay, so now what do we do? We take aim, say a little prayer, toss it in. Do we know any prayers? Uh, no. I can recite the 12 days of Christmas. Not a prayer. Well, okay, here goes. I'm just going to throw it. No, it's no good. Just as I suspected, one of us is going to have to carry it across the threshold. What? Like a sacrifice? Yep. I've seen this sort of thing in movies. It's the only way to close the portal and stop the zombie infestation. One of us has got to do the right thing. Off you go. Wait, what? Why me? Because you're brave. You always put others before yourself and always wanted to make the ultimate sacrifice. No, I haven't. No, you haven't. But no one's going to miss you. That's a bit harsh. But true. There must be some other way. There isn't. Get moving. But time waits for nobody. But they say that time's a healer, but it's a wasting. Well, okay. I suppose I'd better get on with it. Look, are you sure we've tried everything? Pretty sure, yeah. Go on. For the sake of all mankind. What about... Wouldn't work. Go on. Onwards to the other world. Okay. Here I go. Tell my wife I love her. She's never going to believe that. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, then tell her it's been fun. <clears throat> okay, okay. Say I said hi. But tell the dog I love her. Better. Do you know, I think I'll miss you. It's been fun doing these podcasts. Really? Yeah, sure. Well, well, I'll miss you for a bit. Again, why would we friends? Okay, here I go. It's a far better thing I do. A far better resting place. Oh, get on with it. Here. Hey, what? Gary? Gary? Oh, that worked better than I thought. I thought there would at least be a... Cripes! The flames from that thing started a fire! Where's the extinguisher? Ah, oh, here it is. It's... it's empty. What the... what's this label? Gary's Beer Chiller. <sighs> Typical. Wow, this is really taking hold. Who would have thought a cellar full of alcohol would be so flammable? I'd better get out of here. Oh, it's going up a treat! Plus side, all the zombies seem to have fallen lifeless to the floor. 
well, more likeness that is. Oi, was this your pub? What do you mean, was? I've never seen a fire spread so quickly. It's really taken hold. There'll be nothing left in moments. Was there anybody in there? No. No one in there. No one you know. Sorry, didn't catch that. Well, anyway, stand back. Let us get on with it. Well, he did a very brave thing at the end. With a bit of persuasion. Who am I going to talk about Genesis with now? Without, the uh, thingy. What's his name? Gareth? Uh, well, I'm sure I'll find someone. Everyone's interested in the details of Genesis. I'm sure lots of people want to talk to me. Try and do it really masculinely. What do you mean? <laughs> Not in the Fey way you normally talk. <laughs>